0: Now, Iceland is when, like, I really started to kind of tear people up offensively. Like, it started to just get easy. But what Iceland did for me was it isolated me. I ain't had nothing to do out there. The gym was down the street, and I got in there whenever I want to. So, like, Iceland, I say, that kind of and work ethic that I had, as far as that red shirt year being in the gym, constantly taking care of my body, it picked back up at Iceland. Because Turkey, I really, I had to wait to get in the gym. The Netherlands, they had this club team using the gym, that club team using the gym. Like, well, if I want to get in the gym, I got to go to a school and then with the school, I might have little somebody on there trying to shoot shoot on my court and yeah. stuff like that. So it really wasn't no time for me to really develop my game. But once I got, when I got to Iceland, I was older, I was kind of understanding what the overseas life was like and I just kind of, I did all the partying. I think that was another thing. I was like, by the time I got there, I was tired of partying.
1: to another edition of Through the Way. It's your host, Jamal Durham. Today we are on a virtual site down here in Charlotte. We are at a new building, but I'm going to let my guests tell you about this building a little bit later. Uh, we got a state champion, you know, a, co- uh, a college basketball player, a pro, and now he's uh, he's owning his own business. Today with me, I have Junior Harrison. Uh, a lot of you guys know him, a lot of guys from from the area, familiar with him. Uh, Junior, thank you for joining me today. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Appreciate you having me, man.
0: Uh, yeah, like I said, my name is Junior Harrison. A lot of you all you guys know me. Um, if you haven't known me, you heard my story. Uh, born and raised in Lexington, North Carolina. Uh, played ball around there. I actually started out my high school career at Lexington Senior High School. Uh, we had a pretty dope team. Corey, Tank, me. No, actually, Corey didn't come up until after the playoffs. Uh, mainly, it was Tank. He was the man on that, that team. My freshman year, the coach ain't really rock with me like that, so he stuck me right on the block, right straight to it. Uh, and he gave me number 50. So,
1: so That's that. <laughs> an ugly number for anybody what? that don't
0: want to be, yeah. 50, man, come on, man. So played uh, play Lex in my year. Uh, varsity all the games kind of start got that starting spot towards the middle of the season and we got to a conference tournament and coach brought up some players and then it kind of shoved me to the side a little bit and I, I had to kind of make decisions after that whether i wanted to return to lexington or go go venture off somewhere else and then so yeah the transfer happened that was kind of big around the way because the crazy thing about it is the next year Lexington went to the state. That might have been one of the toughest <laughs> things I had to, like, sit through. I'm like, man, because you know you want your homeboys to win.
1: yeah.
0: But in the back of your mind, be like, dang, I ain't make it. They about to go out here and win it. They, like, they ain't need me. But so when they, when they did, when they didn't kind of get it, I was happy they got there. And nah, I ain't going to lie, I was kind of happy they lost because they was like, they kind of still needed me, and it wasn't more so the players; it was just the coach and how he kind of treated me when I was there.
1: Right, it ended up working out for you. Yeah, though. exactly. On that, on that uh, you know, exactly. the transition to the next school.
0: Yeah, um, sure. West West was a, a difference maker for sure. Um, went there first year. Um, West West, West, West Rowan, Rowan. West Rowan, yeah. West Rowan High School, not West Davis. You know, <laughs> West Rowan High School the west rowan high school went there first couple years uh first year we won we only lost six games it was good the crazy thing about that here is um so when i get there the coach Gurley at the time he left lexington and came to west he uh Gave me 23. Um, mm. people don't know, but that was Scooter Cheryl's number before he left, so it was supposed to be retired. Nobody was supposed to ever wear it. He McDonald's, All America, NC State, you know, everybody loves Scooter around the way. So, actually, my first game at Westbrook, I got booed when they called me out because I had 23. And you on weren't top, you weren't. I wasn't supposed to be wearing. and on top of that, I, I lay donut that game, donut, no point no buckets, missed every shot I took. Had a fast break, tripped and fell by myself. It was just, it was a bad night. Who were y'all playing? I want to say we was playing Salisbury. Yeah, it was Salisbury. Shamari wasn't there though Yeah, It was, uh, I forget who they had on that team. We ended up winning the game. Dante had 55 that game, so uh, that was a good buffer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah the West yeah. But after that, those bulls, you know, turned into cheers, and they started loving me there. We were supposed to win it that year, uh, I'm going to say my teammate made a bad decision on his choice of passing the ball, um, kind of, we lost to High Point Andrews, that's when they had Freddie, Archie, Lindsey, Will Price and all them boys out there. That's
1: what basketball was great. Right? Man, it was bumping bump everywhere. Cold. Everywhere was, you go, <laughs> was, somebody had
0: somebody that can play. Somebody had some smoke, it was bump everywhere, it's so, it's so watered down now, but The only reason it is because people are just throwing up charter schools, private schools, and then they throwing up another public school. So like back when when we was coming up, know what I'm saying? You kind of unless you transfer. I think I actually started the whole transferring and creating super teams. I did it before LeBron and KD (laughs) for real. I mean, I went to West, and then you put me with Dante and the twins. Like we was supposed to. I was I supposed to have three, honestly. I supposed to have three rings, but I only got two. I'm I'm not mad at it. Um uh, but yeah, so West was West was one of those times where that's when I realized I'ma really do something because I had a coach that really kind of bought into me, like fed into me, like worked with me and uh had me in the gym working on things that, you know, people should know. Uh I wasn't just a big man with him because when I went there, let's see, it was six six, six seven, six eight. 6'5, so I have to learn how to play on the perimeter, or I'm not going to be able to play on. We're going to be splitting minutes between four bigs. So, uh, yeah, y'all it, sound
1: like that Reynolds team <laughs> <We gotta play.
0: laughs> when they had Keith and all them, yeah, yeah Keith, Eddie, JB, there, Ray Sean, Ray Bolander, yeah, Justin Bolander, Whip. I think Whip might have got out of it. Whit was the first one to leave from that. Whip was
1: gone my sophomore year, yeah. uh, they still had Green Terry Bolander. Uh, a few other guys. Yeah, yeah. I we used to whoop had, him over the summer though. I think they had Othello too. Othello went to uh, Ohio State. I was just,
0: man. We used to whoop Reynolds. Like the summer ball, like that might have been one of the most realest times coming up. Like because you would go on these team camps. Like we would go to what's that place? We would go to Roanoke, Virginia. Man, and play. And this St. Patrick's, uh, it was a team called St. Patrick down there. So we'll go playing that little jamboree and stuff. And every year we went down there, we had to play JJ Riddick. Man, I'm <laughs> telling you, like this was my first time out there playing against JJ. I think Tay was killing this dude, and like I had to guard JJ. So mind you, they got like three linebackers out here setting screens for dude, just running off on of they tagging me, boom, boom. Every time I come off a screen, hit, hit, getting hit. And then he just, he knocking them down. I think he finished with like 38, close to 40. I think I probably had like 25. Tay probably had 40. Like, it, we was out there bumping. You know what I'm saying? But the craziest thing, it was in the half. We were going into halftime. JJ was dribbling down. I'm waiting for him at the three-point line. And this dude stepped across half court. And, like, girl, it was like, go get him. And by the time I go to close out, he done rose. Flash, I said, I love the coach. I was like, what you want me to mm-hmm. do about that? So like, he was doing that before Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. Exactly, man. JJ, man. lot yeah. people, Man, if you don't know JJ Riddick, man, look that man up.
1: His high school highlights is crazy. For sure. I seen him play in person um, at the NC State game. A dude was playing NC State and literally in warm-ups. He was, he was hitting 10 in a row, moving to the next spot, 10 in a row, moving to the next spot. Crazy. And I think it was the first time I saw J.J. in person and the first time I, like, seeing a shooter shooter, and how, you know, he took preparation, you know, before the game. And I was like, man, if I could shoot like that with, with my height and then athleticism, I could I could take it. But I, that three-pointer just never came. It, it it was there for a little bit, but <laughs> it, it just never came. yeah. Man, listen, man, some people,
0: it's just work and then, like, but you bring another aspect to the game, that physicality, being able to go at all five positions and playing out there, and then you just strong, like, you so, no, I remember the first time I think we played each other, I want to say it was at Sheets, it was in that little Sheets tournament, I believe, when they had, uh, what's it, the? Uh,
1: everybody was there, Oh, was it Sheets? It, it, might have been, it, it might have. been Lexington. Lex. It was Lex. It, it was, was Lex.
0: Lexington Middle. It was the middle school. It was at middle, middle school. Man, I hate that. I hate that it was school. at the middle school. <laughs> school. It wasn't Sheets. It was at the middle school. And I was like, man, this mug strong. I was like, man, my man, look. Crazy <laughs> thing <laughs> is, when you walked in the gym,
1: I thought you was my homeboy T. <laughs> and I think I would did. Steve, I do search thing when he was there. no nah. he wasn't there. Oh, Terrence, yeah, yeah,
0: Ter- Ter- yeah. Terrence
1: left. Um, did it the year that I got in there, so Terrence was, uh, he had already. He went to Greensboro, where? no, he
0: came to Wednesday
1: State from Greensboro College,
0: right, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, so I thought, I'm like, damn, what's he doing here? I'm like, oh man, the, <laughs> damn, you came out that play. I think first time you drove, put that shoulder in my chest, I said, damn. And then like a couple of weeks later, I think this one the Y League was on or the Lexington Y League. Mm-hmm. I think I ran into you in there a couple of times. And then what was that league out of Moxville? Davy County League. I mean, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. that's
1: when I ran the Rome. Everybody <laughs> was like we got recruited to play like as soon as, as soon as my senior year was over. Some some dude came from uh from Davy, from Moxville. He was like, I, I need somebody, I'm looking for players to play on my team in this Moxville League. I was like, all right, nobody knows where Moxville is. Nobody's gonna <laughs> go out there in Davy County. To play because Davy County was in our conference, so I knew what nobody gonna be out there. So I was like, "Yeah, right. I come and play, get a little easy championship." I go out there, this <laughs> team stacked. I'm like, where are, these, "Where are these people coming from, man? Like, I've never seen half these people out here in Davy." Oh, man, man, back then you throw a league, man, they gonna come. That's and, that's, that's what I'm trying to do now in Lexington. Man. I'm trying to build up a league. Yeah, Lex-
0: Lexington needs something for sure. Lexington needs something. I'm going to try to do something for Lexington when I can because that's home for real. Like, that's where I learned the game of basketball. Robert, like, brought me up through the trenches. Robert Harrison taught me the game of basketball the right way, defensively, and everything else is going to come. And that's, my, that's been my approach my whole career. So that's why when you put me at West, it was unfair. Uh-huh. Like, for anybody, like, Our competition was practice. (laughs) Like, going against each other at practice. That was the comp. Like, in the summertime, like I said, we'll play these teams, but we was beating them. I lost my last game, that playoff game, and then I ran the table until after high school them two state championships. Then I started losing again. But, yeah, man, that thing, it was just, like, you ever just walk in and practice and be ready for it. like that was the crazy thing. We were, we were more so excited about practices than the damn games for real. Because we'd come out to the game and, and game be over first second half, first half, first quarter almost every game. Game was over. We had one game we almost lost. It was my senior year. Um, we was playing East Rowan, and uh, was it East? Yeah, it was East Rowan in the Christmas tournament and somehow like we came out and played to their level and they was in it the whole game. Had us, had us. Then we got a steal and then got a bucket. Came back down, got a stop. They came down, knocked it out of bounds. It's probably three seconds left in the game and we called timeout and I coached a run to run the play. Knew it was coming to me. That's mm-hmm. why I told him. Hit a buzzer. That was like my first buzzer beater for real. And then that was like, man, we thought y'all was about to let East Rowan break y'all's streak. I did too for a minute, but <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the number on that streak? Was it forty
1: four? No, sixty
0: one. Sixty one and oh, man. Sixty one and oh. Went thirty and 0 my first season, thirty one and 0 my second
1: season. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you can put together all of my years at Winston and and get past thirty five. <laughs> or or at north in two years i don't think we i don't think we've gotten that that high yeah man, we all. Running, but like we was
0: the best team in the pretty much in the county like we were better than catawba we were better than livingstone like we was better than all of them we was a small college at west rowan
1: pretty much was and So i mean with that the, how was how was recruiting you got everybody on the team they can go d1 and like, you got scouts coming to watch everybody basically
0: this is this is when scouts came to high school, so it was good for me. I mean, I walk into a team where it got Dante Mitchell. He got he's uh, just coming off a of national championship at AAU. He got all these recruitment games: Virginia, Carolina, Kentucky. Everybody was in the gym, and they had come to the pickups. They come to the games. I remember, I remember Clemson came and watched me play. Uh, we played against uh, Salisbury. This was Shamari. Clemson came to that game, and that. Stat line is in the paper. It was 26 I had 26 point, 18 rebounds, like five blocks, maybe like four or five assists, like three steals. I'm, I filled the stat sheet. You couldn't tell me uh, what's his name? Hudson at the time went back the offer me a scholarship. I knew I was telling him like hey, Clemson want me for sure after what they just saying. But the knock on me was I was too skinny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I was still chasing those those big offers and stuff like that and had nebraska and then realized nebraska was too far for of home so i went to prep school a year might have should have chosen a different prep school <laughs> oh, for real for real <laughs> <was> prep school? <laughs> i went to fort union man listen let me tell you about that like
1: that's that's a different type that's a different
0: type of that's military a like Kikori went to Hargrave and he had a whole nother experience at Hargrave. They got a Wendy's, some <laughs> like they got some type of civilization out there. Know what I'm saying? You feel like you have a life at Hargrave before you don't even know? Nah, that that was real, man. I went. It the basketball was straight. Everything else, yeah. You waking waste. up early. Wake. It ain't even the waking up early because I get up early now. It's the 14-year-olds telling me what to do when I was 18, 19, and already done. Because you got to think of I wasn't your typical post-grad, because I already had my SAT scores. I was straight with my GPA. I just didn't want to go to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. So that was the way out. And then I'm thinking, like, yeah, this is going to get me better recruits anyway, Get me on the, keep me on the East Coast. And... Uh, Tubby Smith's son played with me that year at Kentucky, so I'm like, well, shoot, uh, Kentucky gonna be at all the games. Cause Tubby Smith's son played for us. Um, and it got down to the point towards the end, and said, I had I had the offer. South Carolina wanted me the red shirt. Kentucky wanted me the red shirt. Auburn wanted me the red shirt. And I'm like, well, shit, this was a red shirt year. Why well, I want to come to your school, sit out, and red shirt again. So that's what kind of just made me, and then, since I kind of eliminated all those big schools it was like well I don't want to go to a school we got a football team because <laughs> I ain't trying to compete with them <laughs> so like I kind of narrowed it down and I signed with College of Charleston because they didn't have no football team for real and I was like gonna get all the attention and everybody's gonna love me not knowing that I'm gonna have to compete against these Citadel dudes down here for, for all the turf and everything I'm like man they worse than football dude dude in the dang old military uniform so, Charleston was, Charleston was different. Um, a lot of changes happened to me in Charleston. My mom passed when I was there, so that kind of messed me up, took me on the spire. The coach ain't rock with me. coach had me doing some crazy stuff. I show up, like, you know, I get it. You got to be on time, and I, and I preach that now, being on time. But you ever been to Charleston? Yeah. You know that bridge going into Folly Beach? Like, so. like we leaving, um, like, downtown Charles and going over to Folly Beach. It's a bridge over there. So I was late to something. Dude came and knocked on my door like 4.30 in the morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, get your, get your stuff on. Get your stuff on. Like, man, what's going on? What you want? Puts me in this car. We go to the beginning of the bridge, bro. I kid you not. He stops right there and looks at me and says, get the f- out the car. He said, if you're not down and back, by the time I go get, I think it was like, a, it was something there. He could have went, got, went to the gas station, got a quick drink, and back to the bridge. He said, we're going to be out here all the morning. I didn't go home. I didn't finish that run to like, the sun was coming. up. It was dark when I started. The sun was up when I finished. Running the bridge, bro. Like, yeah,
1: man. You got your little Duvall story right <laughs> there. <right> <bro. laughs> yeah, those, those, yeah i i relate to those mornings right there when we were getting up at five o'clock and had to run a trail you know the trail was two and a half miles you know around the campus and back and we had our time limit i think point guards 32 minutes um you know the wings they had 34 and then big man 36. i was lucky because i was playing big man so <laughs> i got <it> 36 minutes <laughs> <laughs> but still, you know, you know, and you have to do that in high school. You can go into college, and you got to make a six minute mile. Like you got to get your wind up. Yeah. You, you know, it's all these different takes that really, I think, I think coaches really didn't have to go to that degree. Like they could have got you in shape a different way. Sure. And you know, like we know that now. But I guess I don't know. It's that old school mentality of coaches. You know, trying to punish us or teach us lessons, but when it's you know really it's a different way about it, man, yeah for sure. I wouldn't open that door not at four thirty if, if it wasn't if it wasn't scheduled i, I wasn't open that door I <laughs> sleeping,
0: not me uh yeah, man, he should, like he was one he was a short dude man too, so he had a little Napoleon syndrome and everything already like I'm talking, everything was animated with this guy, mm-hmm. so Me and him bumped heads, we did not get along um. Yeah, it was bad. I ended up leaving there. Uh, some stuff had happened, kind of, kind of to push me up out of Charleston. But it was a blessing in disguise because when I transferred to Towson, it's kind of like the same thing. It was like I've I always called myself the second chance guy because I started at Lexington. It didn't work. Coach ain't really rock with me the way I was wanting to rock with me. Mm-hmm. Went and got with a coach that kind of bought into what I what I brought to the table. Worked with me um and flourish with it same thing with uh towson when i left uh, college of charleston i get there i had to sit out a year so that's just a year to grow in this this was the time when you transfer d1 to d1 you got to sit and wait so got a chance to kind of watch this is crazy because my red shirt year was gary neal's senior year at towson so i got to kind of watch him grow with it and that man is lights out. His work ethic, it was on some tip. was like, if I never heard Kobe's story and how he worked, I would say Gary Neal was one of the hardest working basketball players I've been around, just kind of focusing on his body, doing the right things, the preparation for games, the attention to detail in films and stuff like that. He had that down to a sign, and he was the best shooter in the country. That's why he almost got him a ring with the Spurs. Dang on, Chris Bosh, tap out the Ray Allen. <laughs> got him. But that's my guy like, I still to this day say he one of the greatest shooters I've ever watched, man. seeing that man not shoot a shot in warm-ups at Towson. It's, it
1: was against him. It was the same state, too. It was against us. I remember, <laughs> I remember him sitting on the bench. It was like, oh, he ain't going to play, so we're we going to be good. He's he sitting on the bench. He ain't going to play. He did not warm up at all. At that. <laughs> That whole game, and then comes out, we we get we get torched. And yeah. I remember that game because um, my roommate David—that's when he got banged on on an out of bounds play.
0: You, Tommy, and caught him something. Oh, that,
1: I remember. I was the bench, like I was sitting on the bench right here, and I was sitting next to my <laughs> my assistant coach. And they running this like we down here, right there in front, like in front of the goal, and they in front of us. And they running some play, and we just looking right. I don't know who threw the ball in. He he threw the ball in. He caught it. It was probably at the volleyball line. And David was under, and David jumped. And he like, he tried to block it, but then he turned Mm -hmm, and fell on his face. Like the whole bench was like one one of those reactions where the bitches, you know, clear and we couldn't clear (laughs) because we had to keep a straight face. (laughs) Hey man, that'd be the worst when when somebody on your team get banged on. You like, oh. But you gotta, like, you gotta react because that, that out of bounds alley was so,
0: yeah, yeah, was so bad. Yeah, Tommy, that yeah. was that was Tommy's play, man. And Tommy was a freak athlete, man. This dude, this dude wake up and run a dang on four three forty at six, at six nine, bro. He's six nine with a crazy vert. And like I was, I used to go to his football games and get mad and leave because they weren't passing him the ball. I'm like, man, I ain't come to see the rest of y'all, man. Get Tommy the ball, man. It wasn't no way that anybody could stop that. I'm like, the man is fast. He's tall. He can jump. Send that man. Ain't nobody going to get it. But, you know, football is a little bit more attention to Details are doing that. But at that time, I felt like Tommy could do everything. But, yeah, that's crazy, man. I tell people that story. (laughs) I say, no, this man did not shoot a shot. But the crazy thing about that is, he didn't shoot. The, he didn't shoot at practice the night before, and he didn't shoot at morning shoot around,
1: and still forty ball, bro. Forty ball. Bro. Something that's that's crazy. That's man. crazy. That to might... this day, I hate going to Baltimore or <laughs> I hate going to Maryland, because uh, also, uh, was Coppin State. Coppin State had a shooter. Uh, I forgot his name, but when we were in the um, it was CI. Hmm. me I I forgot which. I forgot. It was CI. It was know you know CIAA he played maybe seven years at copton state (laughs) because every time we look around leading score leading score and like he was there my freshman year and he was still there when I was like a senior like when when is he he got that COVID year before COVID huh (laughs) that CIAA was a different story like you could be 25 and still be a -A 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 freshman in the CIA. I lost I lost freshman of the year to a <laughs> grown man, <laughs> to a guy that was like two years older than me, but he was a junior. At that time, they don't count freshmen, as, you know, as the freshman of the year. Like if you come to the CIAA, your you're first fresh, year, you're, you're, you're a considered a freshman oh. to the CI. So I lost it to technically people that weren't freshmen. I was, you know, seventeen, eighteen, coming in Winston. So that right there is like. It makes you think that you you in you know you in a league with grown men high school you in the league you know with your peers people that ain't hit puberty yet you, right. you got freshmen on the team sometimes they ain't even got you know official hair but you exactly. go to 10 you get the grown man we we actually my freshman year we actually had a i want to say d world was 30. he was 30 but he didn't. He didn't play. Like after we did conditioning, he got his refund check and bounced. <laughs> but he was on the team. He was on the team. So that just lets you know how CIAA was back then. Yeah, it was man. Yeah, like it was open. It was. Hey, yeah.
0: CIA got way better though, far as kind of how they doing, how they promoting it. But that got a lot to do with the NBA players just funneling into HBCUs and just bring that awareness to them. But I still think they can do better. Um, just in total far as all the HBCUs is really looking out for the black community, mm-hmm. not only the athletes, you know what I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying, the the students because they'll take a they'll take a kid with a 2.5, you knowing that kid gonna take out loans and giving the kid with a 4.3 a scholarship to come there. They'll take two 2.5s and just to get this one kid a scholarship, but that's another story. <laughs> but I do like the direction the. HBCUs is going. It was actually, I was actually going to go to John C. Smith, though, out of high school because I was just like, I want to go to Charlotte. But Mm. I was like, Then I was like, man, I can get to Carolina. I think when I started playing with the Hornets, Carolina Hornets, and I was playing with Chris Paul for those years, and I I think that made me feel like, you know, I'm about to go big time, honestly. Cause before that, I was, I wasn't, I was thinking, yeah, I just want to stay around, keep it good, nice little black school, um, stay around my roots. But after that, I was like, man, shoot, Chris going to wait, man, I can, because <laughs> you know that's our class, like my class, like you think about two thousand and three, bro, that class is crazy. Yeah,
1: two thousand three was a
0: tough. That class. that two thousand three class is crazy, just LeBron, Chris. I always threw myself out to them because I felt like I was there with him. Because like Chris then wasn't messing with me in high school, far as that team aspect. But he, far as that point guard, man, I ain't seen nothing like it. Seen nothing like it. But Towson, I know I'm jumping around my pad. You good? Towson, that red shirt you're watching Gary work, man, showed me how to work. So now I'm coming into my, my first year being able to play. My first game at Towson, I get 26 points and 21 rebounds. If they had to transfer a quarter, then I was gone. After that game. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> the NIL me Man. on the spot. After that, I got the dip. And then the crazy thing is I just knew I was going to get NCAA player of the week. This fool, Blake Griffin, had 31 and 26. And that whole year, and him was back and forth with, like, that three and four spot. And I got hurt as um, far as leading the country in rebound. I think I finished, like, ninth or tenth in the country. But when I got hurt, he just kind of kept having monster games. But if you go look in the record books of Towson, man, me and David Robinson are the only one that have 20-20 games in the same season. Uh, so with the CAA, like, since we came to Division One, I'm the only other player to do that since David Robson. So I feel like that's good company to be in as far as record books and being able to say something, throw it out there, kind of, you know, flex on people a little bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, other than that, man, like, Towson was fun, man. Towson showed me how, like, hard work can get you in trouble, though, because like, it's going to bring you a lot of tension. It's going to bring you a lot of love. And, like, being at Charleston, I was kind of looked at as not that guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was... Draper and the other guys on the team. When I got to Towson, I was that guy. And then next thing you know, all the extra stuff started happening. I kind of lost focus a little bit. And then when I lost focus, I got injured because I was letting that. And then that was just a reminder. You know, sit me down. Let me help me understand what's really going on out here. If you really want this, there's a certain way you got to live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... But, yeah, Towson, Towson did me good, man. Towson was – Towson let me be me as a player. Um, I think that's when the world really saw me. Saw me really rock kind of like I was rocking in high school because it was my team again in a sense. Like when Dante left, it was my team, West Rowan. So once I got to Towson, it was – Gary was gone. I set out his year. Um, coach was looking for some, somebody to come in and be that leader. Man. With all the faith of men. I kind of I did what I could, but the CAA was tough. It was VCU, um, George Mason, uh, Old Dominion was in, in the CAA at that time. So every night in the CAA, it was a game for real. Drexel was tough. Hostra was tough. Northeastern had the, the uh, one white dude, Matt Jennings. They ended up playing for Boston. Um, I think that same year when we played Townsend, we, uh, we played ODU. Yeah, they had the big light-skinned boy. You know what I'm saying? And and then, like, ODU always kept, like, somebody that can go, in a sense. And they still do. That's why they, what they, 18 now? Something like that, I believe. But, yeah. So, Towson, I got all the accolades. Kind of expanded my game a little bit, showed showed what I can do. And... Went to sign with this one agency. Um, don't know why I did it, but I was kind of listening to my assistant coach, rocking with Jan Lichtenberg
1: from Courtside. <laughs> why <are> you laughing? <laughs> you rock with Jan too. Cause I went, man, I, went to, um, <laughs> I went to a camp. I don't know. I think it was Myrtle Beach. Me, me, and my homeboy Six. We went to a camp, and it, I think Courtside was holding it too. And they had they had all these contracts on the wall you know everybody was you know they said the the best the best players would get some of these contracts on the spot you might you might get them on the spot and i remember mm-hmm. the big contract that they had was for turkey and i think it was like maybe you know 50k 50k a month and i don't think anybody got that contract mm-hmm. um but uh i think if we went through that whole that whole camp and not knowing if we were going to get a call or you know, if anybody got signed to any of those contracts, because exactly. I mean, we were just there. It wasn't. I don't think it was like an official camp. Um, Not like Vegas was, but um, we 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 really just didn't didn't get the feel of we were gonna get that contract. Okay. So my camp
0: has been actually actually. You know what? I kind of jumped the gun. I signed with a guy. Um, my homeboy put me on this agent. I signed with him, and he got me this deal in Turkey, right off the bat. Sweet little deal. You know what I'm saying? I get over there. This is so third word. I was in Itterton. Itterton. Orland. Orland. That's it's my first professional team, man. What I'm talking about, I'm walking down the street. This is the first time I ever saw like this is a wild dog out walking and chilling. <laughs> I'm walking down the street. Dang, dog come start walking next to like hey, I'm get I'm about to go to the store too, and uh, um, they fired my coach there, and once they fired the coach, they brought in a new coach. Mind you, my first game with the new coach, I had another one because he wanted to play he wanted to play through like a bigger kind of center guy, so he didn't want me as soon as he got there because his typical player is like six ten. Two hundred something pounds, he gonna throw the ball to him all game. So like he was already trying to get rid of me once we got there. So the first game I had to play with him. I think I went off like twenty six, like normal double double number blocks, fill the stat sheet. And the next morning, (laughs) I ain't know you can get traded over there. (laughs) I didn't even know, like my agent hit me up, said, yeah, they kind of want to um, trade you to the other team. They're going to buy your contract." I said, damn, they trade over here? I thought, like, what you said, This is yeah, the first I, time. I, yeah, I didn't think that was so, possible. So I got traded all the way to this place called Dujay. When I tell you they ain't like Americans over there, bro, it was bad. Like, I walked walk into the store one day. It was the last time I walked anywhere over there. And I felt something hit my shoe, right? I, it's sunny, it ain't no, it was sunny as hell. I'm talking about ain't a Cloud in the sky. And it was just like, boom, hit my shoe again. I'm like, man, what's this? I look back, man, It's like four kids behind me slinging rocks. <laughs> like, I caught one and threw it back at him. I'm like, man, how did it? Took off already, man. And then, no, that ain't the worst, man. But I was cooking with them, though. I was cooking with Dujek, you know what I'm saying? Because they ain't had nobody. So the ball had to be in my hand for us to be competitive. I would say like a month in while I'm over there. We've been going to this grocery store. The whole time we going to this grocery store, like my teammates, they've been talking to this. We go to the same cash register. I was like, why we go to the same cash register every time we come to this store? And I said, we only come to this store on certain days. Like, I wasn't really thinking that. I didn't understand the language, the various. So they sitting up here talking to this girl every day, bro. So, like, 11 o'clock at night, one night, I get a knock on my door boom, boom, boom. Like I'm like, well, that ain't for me, man. So that's that's on y'all. They go answer the door. It's three big Turkish dudes. I'm talking about, like, look like bouncers, bro. All on strap, all on strap. My uh, teammate come get me. It was like, hey, some people at the door want to talk. I'm like, for what? And yeah, like, they want to know. If you know who this person I said, I don't know nothing. <laughs> he was like, no, I translate. I said, nah, you ain't going to translate nothing for me. I don't know nothing. I said, them dudes got guns. I'm not coming out here. And I shut my door. And they come knocking on my door. And they were like, do you know? I said, man, I don't know nothing. Soon as them dudes left my, I, first of all, I opened my window. Because I about to duck. Soon as I heard something, I about to duck out the back real quick. Soon as they left, I called my agent and I'm ready to go, man. They out here with guns. And you know what he told me? He said, they're not going to shoot you because you're an American. I swear. I fired him that day, bro. And that's what brings me to (laughs) Yan. That's how I got with Yan in courtside. Went to Vegas and destroyed the Vegas camp. So, Turkey was, and I still got honorable mention, defensive player of the year, defense, uh, all defensive team over there. Turkey was like, it was a a rude awakening, you know what I'm saying? Kind of put me back in that. All right, I got to kind of take these hits and grow with it. But I still got that leadership role with it, too. Now, when I when I went to Vegas for that courtside camp, I was the leading scorer. And I got MVP of the camp. I think I averaged like 35. I'm talking about I don't know what was in me. Every game, I'm hitting at least six threes at the camp. So I'm thinking I'm about to get a crazy contract, right? They sent me to the Netherlands. I get a right, contract, not what I wanted, but... Went there, did okay. Um, once that happened, my career kind of took off from there because, and then in the Netherlands, me and Dante got to play together again.
1: That was a, a dope spot. Yeah,
0: yeah, and a lot of partying over there too. A lot of partying. It's a lot of partying over there. He
1: bought Amsterdam though, that's, yeah. that's why.
0: Yeah, but nah, that wasn't even the spot though. Mondial was the spot. Um, Little spot, every first Sunday, they, buses coming in from Paris, Germany, Belgium. Like, it's crazy. I'm talking about lines, like, they trying to get in the Super Bowl, bro. Like, it was crazy. It was trouble for me. If I don't. Oh, man, that's what it was for me. Like, my status, my, like, once I really started to, like, understand what was going on over there, and kind of how the culture was going I had a coach I had an American coach Terrence Where he actually played for the Celtics um his his claim to fame is losing to Jordan in the dunk contest that's his that's his thing so he come out there he already talking down on us day one he like y'all ain't no pros and then he was a big hater too uh-huh. so like that was a situation that wasn't really conducive for me and I think I left the Netherlands, went to Finland. Did all right in Finland. Some some things came up. I had to get up out of there. Now, Iceland is when, like, I really started to kind of tear people up offensively. Like, it started to just get easy. But what Iceland did for me was it isolated me. I ain't had nothing to do out there. The gym was down the street, and I got in there whenever I want to. So, like, Iceland, I say, that kind of Towson work ethic, that I had, as far as that red shirt year, being in the gym, constantly taking care of my body, it picked back up in Iceland. Because Turkey, I really, I had to wait to get in the gym. The Netherlands, they had this club team using the gym, that club team using the gym. Like, well, if I want to get in the gym, I got to go to a school, and then with the school, I might have love little somebody on there trying to shoot, shoot on my court yeah. and stuff like that. So it really wasn't no time for me to really develop my game, but once I got, when I got the ice and I was older, I was kind of understanding what the overseas life was like, and I just kind of, I did all the partying, <clears throat> I think that was another thing, I was like, by the time I got there, I was tired of partying. <laughs> <laughs> really feeling, man. I was tired of partying, so I kind I showed out there, got defensive player of the year, crazy thing is, I went over there, the first year I went there, team was in dead last, and End up getting them to the championship um, game. Didn't play in it because I got, dang on, planted fasciitis last game of the season. That took forever to come, get right. So they kind of kind of used that that injury thing and got another American in there and they got whooped in the finals. The crazy thing is if they would have just waited, because my man, the other American, he carried, him, he carried us through the playoffs. So they didn't even need another American. If they would have waited, I would have been ready for the finals. But they was like, hey, we need another American for the playoffs. I'm like, all right, do what you got to do. I got you here. Don't forget who got you here. But I went over there. I had a game. I had 30, 19, and (laughs) 9. Australia was fine. Iceland was one of the first places I scored 40, had a professional 40.
1: I didn't didn't touch 40. I didn't touch 30 uh, at all, senior, I mean, um, high school college but when i get to ecuador i hit 42 in one game Mm. so i I, I went through 21 years playing playing basketball never touching 30 and all of a sudden i hit 40 because it's like you get into a groove of you know you you pros now so you don't have to worry about school Uh. you ain't gotta worry about (laughs) classes all you gotta do is just wake up eat practice shoot around you might, might have second practice and all you're doing is getting your form right you getting your stroke right exactly uh, you know you're working on your game 24 exactly. 7. so now all all your skills coming together everything you don't have to worry about anything else except for you know your people back home but you're mainly concentrating on ball when you're, exactly oh you know overseas so mm. it, was, it was crazy getting my first 40 40 point game i just didn't know what to do man i can of like so
0: let me tell you how it started. For me, I got 41 in the playoff. It was an elimination game. I got 41 in the playoff game in Iceland. Um, leave Iceland. Get an Australia deal. Same. All these. All my 41s happened in the same year. Go to Australia. Snap. I'm talking about 41 on 16 for 19 shooting. Only missed one through. I missed three shots that whole game. So that's the second one. This is like months later because, you know, the uh, Australian season starts kind of after all the European stuff going on because while the European stuff going on, they got like the M, um, the NBL and stuff going on over there. So they kind of number one league. So I played in the Seville during the summertime. That's why I got that 41 at. And then right before I left Chile, because Chile is another place which is miserable. Right before I left Chile, And I think I got that 41 because I was ready to go and I was pissed. And I was like, I'm about to go off and then tell them to give me a plane ticket just to show them, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what I did. I had 41 points. And with that game, I had 41 and 14. So it wasn't never, like, all my 41s, it wasn't like, you know how somebody just come out there and get 40 and don't give you nothing else. Like, every game I've, like, went off scoring has always had um, other stats to go with it to prove that I'm not just this one-sided player. So I think that's pretty dope. Um, I finished up in Australia. I thought I broke my ankle. Honestly, that I got tired of the rehab. It seemed like I I I'd get a team there. It was the same thing every year. I go get a team to the where they needed to get to, and by the time the playoffs come, I'm hurt. I gotta sit down and the rehab, coming home and rehabbing for months, and then getting back into playing shape, and then going over, and then my kids here, so I'm really not giving them the time they need. Right. Um, as far as being there and being around, like I'm, I'm busy. I'm still busy now, but at least I ain't millions of miles away. Or <laughs> hurt. Or hurt. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So that's that. My professional kick career, man, it just opened a lot of doors for me. Um, that networking aspect of it, just the basketball world, the basketball community. It's like I can go anywhere, damn near in the world, and I'm gonna know somebody through basketball.
1: That's how it is, man. B- basketball is like a, a big network. Right. You know I mean? Most, most of my friends, most of the people that I know, I met playing basketball. <laughs> exactly. I was playing basketball with their teammate. They introduced me to them, and now we cool and we play basketball together. So, exactly. I mean, I met a lot. I, I wouldn't have went as many places as I had if I wasn't playing basketball. So I, I
0: wouldn't went none of them. I wouldn't be, we wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I, I try to think, like, what if I didn't play basketball? What would I be doing? It damn sure went football because I wanted to play quarterback. And the reason why I ain't play quarterback because at Lex, this is what, this is what killed my football dreams, bro. I was playing quarterback. All men, me Corey coming up, we, I was playing quarterback, he was the receiver. Pee Wee, I was the quarterback, he was the receiver. Little League, I was the quarterback, he was the receiver. <laughs> we get the middle school. We get the middle school. You know what I'm saying? Tank already there, right? Uh, tank already there. This is when, you know, uh, what was it? Seven, eighth graders play together. So by the time we get to play, Tank, Tank, uh, Tank 8th grade, we 7th grade, me and Corey 7th uh, grade. So, we get out on the field, you know what I'm saying? I see Corey over there in the quarterbacking line, too. I'm like, man, what you doing over here, man? You don't play quarterback, you a receiver. He's like, nah, man, coach want coach on me throwing it. <laughs> and <laughs> he want me to play quarterback. I'm like, man, I don't want to play nothing else. So... I don't went from, like, possibly second screen to now third screen. I say, and then they both of them out there just lying. I say, man, I quit. <laughs> I played one year in middle school, and then that was it. I was like, man, I can't play quarterback. I ain't playing. So they they crushed my football dreams. And then I went to West, right, thinking I'm transferring. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be my shot. Get back, get behind the center. I say, i give it one more time. Man, these dudes stuck me at dang on receiver, bro.
1: <laughs> Threw me on
0: a i don't know what game it was man put me on a dang slant dude lit me up three yard slant quarterback put it in the air all this open
1: pop yeah, man. I, I went through the middle i went through the middle probably one time my whole career uh i did the slant though but i cut as soon as i caught the ball um did a little michael thomas slant shoot, shoot.
0: yeah but, but see but see you got a chance to boom boom like if he would have hit me in stride i'm gone house but the fact that I had to jump to go get it <laughs> no. it,
1: take, it take one time to get hit by a linebacker, and you don't see him and, and that's it. you never do another route through the middle again you you uh man I, I ain't I do enough,
0: man, I ain't do a, I ain't do another a route period a uh, route uh a gasher a, a blocking drill none of that. I was at basketball practice the next day
1: sure on that. all right so like i said we, we were in a, a, a new building um the shoot 360 building you know just kind of tell everybody about your your new baby right here
0: man this this came about um as ceo just been walking around in here um this came about i trained the CEO's son at club buckets place called club buckets um he walks in the facility sees the facility and was like, man, we can do something like this, and I and he took a chance on me, man. Like he he put me in a situation. And the crazy thing is, he say, He was like I can do something like this. I like well, if you get a gym, man, I run it for you. You know what I'm saying? Just like because of, you know, I love being in the gym, and he kind of stumbled across this franchise, shoot three sixty. He sent it to me. He was like, uh, what you think about this? I was like, I actually never heard of it, which is surprising with all the stuff that we have to offer, mm-hmm. but. He said, I'm thinking about kind of buying into this franchise. And he's like, you still serious it's about um, running? I said, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of, in a nutshell, how that kind of formulated. So, he blessed me with the general manager's position. So, I'm able to still be around my dream and, and, and have fun with it. Like So, about the gym. We're the number one training facility in the world because we use technology with everything we do all right um we we have sensors and that that can track your your shooting uh, we have sensors on our skills units that can can track your timing your passing accuracy your decision making stuff like that so tech is a is we have virtual trainers on our skill on our skills unit and our shooting unit so the technology that we have in here no one else has i mean Uh, We pretty much have taken what the NOAA already offered uh, with the ARC, the depth, and the alignment, and we've added more to it. It's our own software in the Xbox, so that's where you see the drills and the snowman stuff like that and just that kind of attention to detail, the shot chart. So this ain't your normal gym. You can come here and get better faster because we got we got great floor coaches. Um, I'm bringing on Tevin Jones as my assistant GM, and he already got a great training background. Um, Bobby Scrivens is going to be one of my trainers. i got a kid that just um, graduated from UNC Asheville, played with them. Uh, Quay Krimble, he's going to be one of my trainers. So along with the technology, we have great skilled development coaches. I mean, that's what we focus on here. We focus on passing, dribbling, and shooting um, and developing those areas. Uh, and we kinda take it to another level when we add our technology and our floor coach. I like to tell people if if you if science and basketball had a baby, that's my gym. You know what I'm saying? So shoot three sixty is the wave. Definitely check us out. We're giving out free valuations to, to everybody. You can go on shoot three sixty CLT, go to the bio, click the link on Instagram sign up for that free evaluation and then hopefully i can see y'all in here y'all can experience because it's easy it's you can explain it but
1: until you actually experience yeah, it until until you <laughs> actually hit on the floor looking yeah. at you know, looking at the rim and the the visuals and all the different aspects of you know of you know of two, 360. like i, I walked in and started pushing buttons, <laughs> TVs coming up, you know, you got the virtual trainer when you're dribbling. But it, it's definitely, high, you know, I, like I said, it's, it's next-gen, you know, high-tech. Yes. Right, and I've never seen anything like this. Like, the closest, the closest that I've seen, uh, as far as gym-wise, would be D1. But D1 was more so, you know, you have a court and you have, you know, um, your, your, gym, your gym utensils yeah but here it's, it's mainly you know it's,
0: it's it's gonna working on your game yeah, you work and this what this it. is this is a training facility, and what we offer is we can get you better faster because we offer quantity and quality the quality the quality is our technology and our skill coaching the quantity is the only gym you can come in and get three hundred shots up in thirty minutes like <laughs> like i mean. The things that we that we can do for players when they come in here is gonna be amazing. And I say that because the Warriors has this in their facility. It's, they have a whole practice facility that looks like this. It's a shoot three sixty Warriors facility. So Steph Curry constantly shoots on this equipment every day. The best shooter in the world can do it. I mean, hey there ain't much more you need to say about it. Trey Young has this in his house.
1: Burner, burning, burner. You
0: know what I'm saying? So we gon we definitely and it's the only one here in North Carolina, so like you can't get this anywhere else but here, shoot three sixty Charlotte. So tap in with us. Um like I said, we definitely for the for the culture of basketball here. Um and it ain't it ain't no pressure. We're not in here stealing kids. It's not a team facility. You can bring a team in and practice it, but Shoot 360 ain't really out here building an organization, a travel ball organization. So if you have that to worry about, no. Come in here, get better, and and enjoy the perks that we have in here. I mean, like, we have stuff for everybody. We got stuff for kids if we want to come in here, pop bubbles. We got bug squash. We got, you can build a snowman, like I said. We can go one-on-one with Beat the Pro. You can actually go, You got, we got shooting leads. You can shoot against each other in here. So, it's a lot of stuff that that we're gonna offer that you can only get here. And there's nowhere else in North Carolina you can go to get it. So that's why Greensboro, Charlotte, Raleigh, Fayetteville,
1: Wilmington, if you ever in the area, you know, pop in. That's what it do, man. It's in a great location up here in North Charlotte. Um, close to the Northlake area, uh, it's by Huntersville, Charlotte, exactly. now Holly. Um, it's in, it's in a concord. You know, anywhere in the area, man, It's, it's come through. Um, like he said, go check them out uh, and get in here and get your free evaluation. But nice. that's 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 gonna do it for this episode of Through the Way, uh, Junior Harrison. Appreciate you for you know letting me come in, see the facility. Oh yeah, you know behind the scenes before you officially open uh, just let everybody know what you thinking your open date would be um
0: right now we have a date june 24th so that's actually coming up it's coming up about two three weeks away so june 24th is a friday uh the waves is already booked so i'm already booked friday like i can't i can't um put in no more new shooter evaluation so Y'all see how it's filling up. There's other days that people can get on there, but Friday's already, the, the opening day is already kind of booked up. So, But that don't mean that you can't get in here on opening day, and we can kind of give you a little tour, but you won't be able to get that new shooter evaluation kind of experience. But you can get it as long as you go. Click the link in the bio on Instagram. 360CLT, <laughs> man. Or just holler at me on uh, any of my social media platforms: uh, James Harrison 24 on Instagram, man, Junior Harrison, uh on Facebook, Shoot360 Charlotte Facebook page, Shoot360 CLT Instagram. So you know, go like the page on Facebook, follow the page on IG, okay. and come be green. That's the crazy thing, man. This thing can actually tell you if you're green kids like that 2k they can come in here and actually live 2k we bring gaming and just taking it to a whole
1: nother level that's what I do appreciate you stopping by man that does it for this episode